Thank you, Jacques. Bond yields have been on a persistently downward trend for several decades now, but short-term movements have been often harder to predict. No doubt trade tensions, divisive politics, civil unrest and wavering economic growth, as well as central bankers' actions, will continue to make the bond needle flutter in November and December. The outcomes of geopolitical events can be especially hard to predict, and with so much noise in the system, risk aversion is likely to remain high. Professional economists and financial markets alike have been notoriously poor at predicting the path for long-term interest rates. In our view, an underestimation of the linkages between demographic forces and savings behavior could also be a contributing factor to the persistence of ultra-low interest rates. The gradual decline in long-term interest rates is certainly linked to lower growth expectations. Weaker growth is generally consistent with less inflation, implying that bond investors require less inflation compensation. When productivity growth is low as it is now, economic growth should be roughly proportional to working age population growth. After a number of strong decades, demographic trends have moved from positive to neutral and are now poised to turn negative in many countries. A recent study by the UK's Office for National Statistics highlighted that their population projections had been too optimistic, as life expectancy gains have fallen back and fertility rates disappointed. Similar recent demographic trends are found in North America and Western Europe, and demographics are already a net drag on economic growth in Italy and Japan. Meanwhile, UN projections show that the slowing and graying trends in the world's population are likely to be maintained or increased in the next century. As such, economic growth, inflation, and risk asset returns will likely all remain constrained. Recent announcements by the ECB, the US Fed, and the Bank of Japan all point to the limitations of monetary policy when short-term interest rates approach the zero bound. As populations reach retirement age, they turn towards low-risk, liquid saving rather than higher-risk, illiquid investing, pushing sovereign bond yields lower. Data from the IMF show that the globe's total saving has exceeded investment since the turn of the century. Their forecast in turn suggests that this imbalance is likely to remain. Moreover, developing nations save a much larger share of their national income than developed ones, due in part to less mature pensions and weaker social safety nets for the elderly. So when the rising middle class in China India, Central Europe, and Latin America generate income in excess of their immediate needs, surplus savings are generated faster than the growth in stock markets or domestic consumption. The global financial crisis scars may also be evident, as investing with a long horizon is dampened by fears that economic conditions tomorrow could be worse than today. Thus, aging populations imply an increased need to focus on liability matching, capital preservation, rising liquidity preferences, and ultimately, decumulation strategies. Demographic forces are like giant container ships that move slowly but steadily across great oceans. They cannot pivot or come to a full stop quickly. The demographics of aging are likely to remain in play for many years to come, so real estate investors should keep in mind the following. Demographic themes have a major influence on the resilience of assets, sectors, and locations. One approach is to focus on properties and locations that cater to the growth of specific cohorts. For example, aging active adult populations or younger millennials. 
A subtler approach is to examine how younger and older cohorts interact over time and how the locational preferences of different cohorts affect each other. Demographics also have a meta-effect on macro factors like capital markets. Persistent downward pressure on risk-free rates could mean that real estate yields will decline further and remain below their previous norms. Lower for longer can become lower forever in aging societies. Real estate's ability to generate income will continue to attract institutional capital, particularly as populations and pension schemes mature. When sovereign bond yields fall or go negative, pension administrators and individual households will both turn to alternatives like real estate to generate steady income.